Stacy and Steve. Here we go again, Crinchers. I'm Stacy. And I'm Steve. And this is our Crinch Fest. This episode is going to be a little something special. Why don't you tell us what's going to happen yeah. today, Steve? Well, we have a very special guest. We have we have uh, your Uncle Mike here as a special guest to, to uh, talk to us about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Can you imagine? Yeah, they picked they picked me out because I'm so old. I remember the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Speedy. <laughs> Speedy and and, and the best and the best part is, Cringers, we did promise special stuff for our one year, and this this is one of the special things because Cringers. When was the first time, and where was the first time you watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show? And if you haven't. You don't want to listen to this episode. Go watch it and then come back and listen to this episode. We'll forgive you just once. This movie will be your one freebie. Okay. All right. We can do that. We can do that. So, so Mike grew up in the mean streets of Southern California about the time during the period where the, this movie was first released. It was released in, uh, 75, uh, I think. 74, 1975. 75. Yeah, 1975. Uh, August the 11th, 1975, because I looked at that date and thought, that's about when I started my senior year in high school. And that's about 20 years before Stacy was born. Uh, you, you were probably getting ready to go to college, the difference in our age, right? Actually, I was out of college. I was back living in California at that time. Oh, this is your your trip back. To, okay. Yeah, this is because it wasn't gradu- from from what I read. It, it it took six or eight months before. I mean, they they tried showing it in normal theaters, and it was a big flop. And then somebody figured yeah. out the midnight movie thing. Well, actually, I, I, I believe and, uh, they started and, out at, in, at uh, the UA in Westwood, which was a huge movie theater uh, downtown Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard. And then after that, they moved it to the UA Cinema, and it started to catch on. And then they showed it at um, the Tiffany Theater, and uh, which is on um, Sunset Boulevard. Okay, and that's where it really caught, and that's where all the crazies 
That's where the, that's where the, well, the, well, I said we were talking earlier. That, that's where the crazies were there already, right? Well, yeah. Before the, the movie. The, the, the reason it, it became a cult movie, I believe, is because of all of the uh, things that were going on and leaving out of uh, people's lives about 1975. All the uh, um, ex-hippies like I was. Yeah, right. Every, everybody was uh, coming back to the reality that the 60s didn't really work. <laughs> well, you know, for me, um, it was the end of the Vietnam War, so nobody had any protesting to get together about. <laughs> um, you know, all those people were raised on sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and disco was starting to take over. So the movies, the the the... Uh, songs started to suck. The, the music um, started to suck. The, uh, you know, it was a time where uh, people were not doing weed and psychedelics. They were starting to do quaaludes and, and cocaine. And uh, that was a problem. Although it was a, a time of great hope because uh, 11, 11 states in between 30, 73 and 77 uh, decriminalized weed and Jimmy Carter actually uh, was president in 77 was going to uh, legalize it. So, um, you know, yeah, drugs were changing. He had sex, drugs and rock and roll. And um, I think if you watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you get the idea that, um, you know, the pill had been out and the sexual revolution going on and people were kind of getting tired and looking for something new. <laughs> yeah, but can you explain to me why that funky, ugly yellow had to be in like at least one room of every house? Oh, you know, that nasty yellow avocado gold, like, Stacy. That's what uh, that was called. Yes, avocado Mary gold, gold or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you I, had you had that gold color. You had maroon. Maroon was a really big color that year. Was a, it was like. You, you just I'm walked sorry. into somebody's house and it's fall. I'm thinking Acapulco gold. It was avocado green, harvest yeah. gold. And I was about to say, it wasn't Acapulco gold. It, it kind of yeah. wasn't. It kind of wasn't. Right, right. And then there was a there was a lime green color, too, that was. Yeah. But it, yeah. it just looked like fall blew up in everybody's house. It was earth tones. Maybe yeah, earth tones I, came after the. I, th- I I think it was all a matter of uh, Whirlpool needed to sell something, yeah. and so they they came up with different. You know, it's just like today. Really, you know, black and silver appliances. You know, so every every single uh, fingerprint and everything shows. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that was one thing that. Being born right at that cusp, I remember all of the the ugly colors because you know you don't you're not going to paint your whole house every five years, so you paint your house that seventies color scheme and it's going right into the eighties. <laughs> yep, and and whatever. Look look at our backgrounds here. Our our walls are all are showing up about the same color. Mine's and whatever great. this is, in five years, we're going to look back and go, oh, my God, I can't believe that we, you know, had these 
you know, the, these colors in our house. But it's fashion called Pussy here. Willow. Fashion. Sorry. I find it funny. Okay. I took a long time to find this this gray. And I really like it, Stacy. It's it it's to match the gray skirt of Briar Rose in the fifties Sleeping Beauty. Did she 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 got the exact color from Disney that was used in what was it? Little Mermaid, Cinderella. It's not that you, they didn't actually have a pantomime color for that. No, Snow White. Because Technicolor, yeah. Technicolor just was all out. But I think I did a really good job because I have a couple of figurines that had the exact same skirt color. What, what help me? Is it Snow White? Sleeping Beauty. Okay, all right. Sleeping Beauty. So this this color is from Sleeping Beauty. Cool. It's pretty. He neat. just does it because it pisses me off. So I really to, don't. I, honest to God, can never remember which Disney. Well, she does is. have like three different names. She has Briar Rose, Aurora, and Sleeping Beauty. All that means nothing to me. Absolutely. I know because we go back and forth on this. I know. Um, you tell me about it all the time. Anyway, so you can talk to me about these uh, everything you've learned from me about diesel engines. Cool, I'll I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear from Uncle Mike. <laughs> well, no, I'm, 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 I'm trying to remember. Uh, Stacy, when did Sleeping Beauty come out? Fifty-two. Nineteen fifty-two. I know that because it's on your sweatshirt. know. <laughs> but I knew that before. But the film came out in fifty-nine. In the theaters? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I remember as a kid standing with my mother in line to uh, to go in and see Sleeping Beauty. Ooh, cool. That's awesome. That and Bambi. Ah, uh, fuck Bambi. I hate Bambi. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I know it's it's a piece of art. Uh, well, and, I don't mean it should be, but Bambi really that we met in Las Vegas or, or, or Bambi that used to cut your hair. Those were okay, Bambies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they all had mother issues. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, I, I, I meant to say um, that Mike has. I think you figure that out by now, but he's got a whole a lot of special knowledge of of Rocky Horror. Yeah. And and I also I also wanted to say I think we've been pretty good at pulling in experts when <laughs> when we need them. Well, well, Consult- I'm not sure. I'm not sure pulling me in and calling me an expert is is really a good idea. But I am old and I haven't totally lost my memory <laughs> or my mind yet. <laughs> I, I I refer to you as a consultant. Okay. And, you know, uh, uh, Mike is my mentor from, well, for decades, decades, 30 plus years. Yeah. And he taught me the definition of a consultant. Yes. And do you remember it? I remember it. Do you? Yeah. It's a guy that can tell you a thousand and one ways to make love to a woman, but doesn't know any girls. There you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's our special consultant. <laughs> and we just lost Stacy. Oh my God, that's epic. <sighs> I'm sorry, the setup for that took me way too long. <laughs> no, it was worth it. <laughs> so it's tell not us obviously about... a motivational poster you can post in your office. But... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? The, the Always works good when the uh, Anderson Consulting people came in to. You know, remind them about that. The the Conoco vice president over the computer department had a picture of two eagles in his office. Remember that, Steve? They were no. high, real high up in the air. Oh yes, grabbing their claws like yes. this. You know what that means, Stacy? When two eagles get like that, they yeah, go they're flying gonna, real they're high. They're about to do their their. They do, do the their wild sex dive in free, in free fall. And he had a picture of that, big painted picture of that behind his desk. <laughs> Steve has one. He wasn't uh, a Philadelphia fan. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about, tell us about Sunset Strip in Hollywood in 1970. Well, no, uh, the, um, you know, I first saw you, uh, Rocky Horror, it, it, at the UA Cinema which is smaller, it's still in Westwood, where the obviously the UA Westwood is. It's no longer on um, Hollywood Boulevard. And uh, the craziness had started, but it hadn't totally taken over. <laughs> and then um, I was with some old friends one, one day and said they were going to get tickets and go to the Tiffany Theater. The Tiffany is... Um, on Sunset Boulevard, uh, if you're real, real old and saw the uh, old show, 77 Sunset Strip, they used the, the, the uh, front uh, of the with Tiffany. With the Corvette, right? Yeah, with yeah. the Corvette. And they used t- the Tiffany as part of the uh, uh, show's opening scene. Anyway, uh, that is known, and God it was, uh, as the... Um, the raucous epiphany of the Rocky Horror Picture Show um, experience, uh, use of props and everything like that. Um, it was, uh, uh, you, you got real wet. Everybody brought everything. And uh, so, even so though you had, had the are, newspaper over your head, you were going to get wet. So uh, there, there, there was the newspaper and what, rice at the wedding and... There was a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Rice at the beginning of the wedding. And then newspapers, when when they have the, the car problem. And they're, and they're, they're running to Frankenfurter's yeah. house. Uh, Janet, bitch, has uh, <laughs> the, the um, uh, newspaper overhead. And then you use squirt guns. Uh, oh, that's for the and, rain. Huh? That's for right. the rain. That's for the rain. Yeah, you have okay. to, you have to have the rain. You've got the you have the newspaper, but you have to have the rain. Okay. And then uh, Janet, bitch, uh, s- sings. There's a light. Yeah, and you have to, a flashlight. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't think they do anything else until uh, until they go up to the lab to see what's on the slab. <laughs> and uh, uh, 
you have uh, rubber gloves and the um, Frank inferter puts on the rubber gloves and he snaps them. Right. And so you were supposed to put on the rubber gloves and snap them. Let's see. Ah, Steve, remember after Rocky and, and uh, Frank are getting married kind of there in the beginning, right? After oh, yeah. Rocky? Yeah. Yeah. And all the confetti's being thrown. Got yeah. Confetti. So you throw confetti. Okay. God, I don't. And then and then there's the, the guy who interjects somewhere in the, there. Fr- Dr. It, Scott. Yeah. And you have to have toast. I know that one. Yeah. Well, when when uh, when uh, that's when they go to eat. Uh, but when Dr. Scott comes, you're supposed to throw toilet paper, Great preferably Scott. Scott toilet paper. Right. Ah, OK. <laughs> and um, uh, at the end, Steve, you watch the end. Um, and Frank's sitting there right at the end uh, after he's while he's singing, I'm going home and the audience is out there and he looks like he's dealing cards. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're supposed to bring cards and throw cards. Oh, okay. As he's doing that. Oh, that's fine. Um, those were the ones that uh, a lot of theaters wouldn't let you use any food. So they wouldn't let you throw toast. Um, and I don't remember exactly when you used them. But there was a time that they brought frankfurters okay and they bought prunes and i don't i can't for the life of me remember <laughs> when they threw those but but when you go would you go into the theater they would give you a list of things that you could do and things you couldn't do and can you imagine um, being those two high school kids that have to clean up after that oh yeah Especially, heaven forbid, you forget a Frankfurter. Yeah, for $1.75 an hour. Yeah. No no toast, no weenies, and no prunes because of the potential rodent problem, (laughs) is what they said. (laughs) Plus, I'm sure if you got all the way to the screen, it might ruin the screen. (laughs) You know, we were were talking about uh, Rocky earlier. As memory serves me, he was traumatized by that particular role, and I don't think he ever acted much after that. If really, the, the actor yeah. himself, yeah, yeah. I, I read Curry that. on the other Curry on the other hand played that role over and over again, and every you know Cardinal Richelieu and the in uh, the Three Musketeers, yeah. same guy, same character, same guy, you know. Right. Well, he was in the uh, in the. In the West End play, right before yes. the movie was made, yes, yes, a lot yes. of those. Movies. I think everybody except Meatloaf and Janet and Brad. No, right. Meatloaf. Meatloaf was in one production, one right. stage production of it. I, I remember uh, I read something about uh, the 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 vocal that that one song that Meatloaf sings when it. When he rides in on the motorcycle, mm-hmm. you know, he jumps off the motorcycle. And by the way, they were Elvis wanted that role. Wouldn't have that that have been a hoot? But uh, they they told him they would most likely have to dub the singing in because it was just too complicated to be performed live. 
And Meatloaf said, watch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One take. <laughs> my my wife won't uh, won't watch Rocky um, simply for the uh, dinner scene. Oh, that really she has, is gross. <laughs> she has she has that in her heart in her mind and she just can't uh, can't go there. You know, I I'd completely forgotten about that until I watched it just earlier today. And I got to that part and thought, oh yeah, this is where I usually <laughs> turn this off. <laughs> A lot of people forget about the peep show scene. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. That one, that one always throws me for a loop. Because how can you forget the peep show? You start really getting the <laughs> the feel of what they're actually doing to these people. Oh, <laughs> hold hold that thought, Stacy, because we got a quiz coming up. I know you've been working so hard. I got texts all day, Mike. Just oh, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so cool! I can't believe one, I'm having so much fun one, with this. One time, I did have fun. Yeah. And I'm going to fail, but it's okay. No, no, I don't think you I, I, will. I think you'll do just fine, but we'll get there. So, did so have any... you? Oh, I, mean, I, I remember you used to watch this like on Halloween, right? Wasn't that a? a oh a, yeah, it was a for favorite you? for me because because I live way out in the country and I didn't get any kids. Okay, no trick or treaters. I know. I, I actually the 31st of this month I have been in. in out in the woods for 40 years. And in that time, we have had um, four trick-or-treaters, and it was all on the same same night, too. And same, same group. <laughs> yeah. So, and, so and, and two of them rode scooters up to our house because it's so far. <laughs> so have you ever dressed up? Yes. Who? I, I have. I have. um in 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 pause California, there, you that? huh? There's a little pause there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I dressed up back then I, because I was all steel and sex appeal. But I dressed up as riffraff. Ah, perfect. I, it, my, it, it, my it favorite my character. Pers- it fit my per- it fit my personality better than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, the type A controlling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and everybody dies. Going to die in the end. Yeah, all right. I like magenta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as yeah. we go off together. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I just those two characters are like, okay, you went too far. We let you go this far. You're done. We're unplugging this bitch. <laughs> that was another one of the little trivia facts I found. Um, they dyed everybody's hair, right, for, for their various parts, but they couldn't get the color right for her. So her hair was just spray painted. <laughs> <laughs> and they just like touched it up, you know, occasionally, <laughs> like enamel, Krylon, you know. <laughs> and for, uh, what is it for, uh, um, for Halloween, she'd go, hello, I'm Roseanne, Rosanna Dine. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yeah. Stacy's probably not old enough. No, no. No. Saturday Night Live, the beginning of Saturday first, Night Live. First season, yeah. First season, yeah. yeah. I mean, my brother really liked it, but of course my parents would very, very rarely let any children watch it. 
<laughs> not like I really knew what the jokes were and stuff, but you know, my brother's seven years older than me. So if I'm five and not getting the jokes, he's definitely getting the jokes. He's getting the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you dressed up as Riff I dressed Raff. up. I, I dressed up once or twice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did, did you go with your freaky friends to? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and really the interesting thing about, California at that time too was that, that um, in places like the Tiffany when it really got rocking and rolling with it in later years. I mean, they would line up early and go in. They'd sell the thing out, and everybody there'd still be a party going on of all these people dressed up really freaky partying outside the theater. I mean, it, it, just because you didn't get in didn't mean that you couldn't go and play. Oh, wow. Okay. So the people that couldn't get in. Yeah. Was just or, as, just as and good. and yeah. as I remember, a couple of them did two nights, two shows a night. At okay. 12 and, 12 and 2.30 or 2 or something like that. Uh-huh. But, um, wow. yeah, nothing like a little speed to keep you going. I mean, it's the only... <laughs> Oh, it's uh, the the what are the, the longest theatrical release of, for continuous theatrical Conti- release of any movie forty seven years straight as of last week that some theater has been showing this movie on a regular basis live. So who's ready for a quiz? The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. Oh yes, I'm. I'm oh, absolutely, absolutely. Quite interested. In see what you're doing. Okay, so absolutely. this is this is Jeopardy ish. We would call this this Cringy. is Jeopardy. Cringy GB. We'll come up with something. Yeah. So you can see the categories. Categories are Rocky, Horror, Picture, and Show. A lot of Most of them will have one of those words as part of the clue or part of the answer. I didn't differentiate them like like they do on Jeopardy. I already uh, that, have one answer in my head. I can't. I hope I get it. The question. <laughs> one question in your head. I've, I have. So, I have I, uh, since we don't have buzzers, let's just we'll just go back and forth. I just Mike, you went 100, 500, 1,000, 2,000. You just like didn't screw around. Like, no, no, I think you need to have good escalation in, in your betting amounts. And and yeah, all the dollar amounts mean nothing. And uh, we'll keep no records of who wins or loses. So somebody's going to write in. So who's going first? Do we do ladies, oh, ladies first? Or ladies or do we do first. our guest first? I, I say we do our guest first. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. So pick a category and a dollar amount. Oh, I'll do Rocky for a thousand. Ooh. Gamemanship. Going right in there. Let's see. Now, let me figure out how to do this. The answer is Mount Baldy. Okay, well, close. (laughs) Thunderhead Mountain in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is believed to have inspired the title 
of this Osborne Brothers country music hit from 1968. And I'm glad you picked this because Stacy would never get it. I already know what it is. What, you think it's Thunder Road or something like that? Hey, I grew up, my dad's an alcoholic, and I grew up with that fucking song, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And, by the way, man could not carry a tune, so I know it out of tune (laughs) and in tune. Like a foreign language. if If you don't know the answer... Pass to the second person, and they can uh, they can have an attempt at it. Oh, I'm going to give it to Stacy. Okay. Uh, oh, take me home, oh Rocky Country Road, or something like that. Oh, you're so wrong. That was John Denver, and that was uh, a good decade later. This is the Osborne Brothers. Great Smoky National Park in Tennessee. This 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 wouldn't be Hot Rod Lincoln, would it? No, no, no. It has no. to have Rocky in it. It's inspired. Oh, it, it's it, it doesn't have to have Rocky in it, but that's a real good clue. It's inspired by Thunderhead Mountain, a a stony mountain in the Great Smoky Mountains. Mike, don't get your phone out. God damn you! You cannot get your phone out. <laughs> <laughs> no. I got it. I'm I'm getting a text about my father-in-law, so screw you. All right. Okay. 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 Is he okay? okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, more or less. Right. Okay. Um now oh, 68. 68. The Osborne brothers. It's kind of a bluegrassy kind of thing. Yeah, but Probably had a probably had a washboard in the you know in the in the band. Maybe a jug. Could have even had a jug. And they should bring that stuff back. Just really mess with the millennials. <laughs> I bet you that like the washboard would be like nails on a chalkboard to them. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? Yeah, I, I, I you're 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 too good at this. You work too hard, Steve. No. So what is it? I, I, my prediction is after about two or three questions, you guys won't miss another one. But I want to know what the answer is. You'll catch on to my, I'll tell you, dear. You'll catch on to my warp logic. The song was called Rocky Top. You remember that, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. I tried to forget. Yeah. Rocky Top, you'll always be. No? Okay. Stacy, I don't think your dad knew that song either. Okay, Stacy, your turn. Um, I was to guess the answer that I have. I'm going to go Rocky 100 because I think that that's the question I have in my head. Okay. This famous rodent. Received his undergraduate degree from What's a Matter You in Frostbite Falls, Minnesota. No, not Frostbite. It's Rocky and his crew. It was Frostbite Falls. That's for Rocky and Bowinkle. You're right. Rocket J J Squirrel, dear. Rocket J Squirrel. And what does the J stand for? Anybody? Um. Jehoshaphat. It stands for nothing. It's just the letter. But I knew, I knew for a fact that Rocky Rocket J Squirrel was going to be one of the answers. 
I knew it. I think I put Rocky the Squirrel in everything. It, I try to get either Rocky or Bullwinkle in every quiz we do. Oh, I was going to okay. say, so every, the every is, okay. I make, but, you know. Steve, here's one for you, though. Okay. The creators of Rocky and Bullwinkle, what was the name of the um, cartoon that they created before that was the, that was the first syndicated cartoon on TV? Crusader Rabbit. Very good. Da-da-da, da-da. You want Da-da-da. me to sing the theme song? <laughs> and what? And what was it? What was Crusader Rabbit's uh, sidekick's name? Oh, oh, oh! It was it. Uh, oh man! Uh, it was like it was the same. I think as Don Quixote's sidekick's name, Rags. 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 I would rag. I would never have gotten that. <laughs> But that was before my time, Crusader Rabbit. So you're a you're a howdy doody kid. I'm a Captain Kangaroo kid. Stacey's I was not a Sesame howdy Street. doody kid. No. Sesame <laughs> Street, Mr. Rogers. Oh, goodness. All right. Mike, your pick. Oh, I'm doing so good, I'll do horror for a hundred. For a hundred. Okay. This horror master introduced his weekly TV drama with the words, Good evening. Here, I'll I'll give you the full look here. Yeah, even I was like, yeah, I know that one. Do you? He was actually on David Copperfield's first magic thing in 1978. He, He did he did um, the the tie-ins and a magic show or a magic trick. Oh, that would be really fun to see. Yeah. So the um, answer is just to, for completeness. Oh, gee, I don't know. Oh, really? You're gonna pass this to Stacy? Yeah, I'm gonna pass. This no, to take the point. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pass it to Stacy. It's Orson Welles. Yeah. We both knew that's who you were thinking of when you said magic. <laughs> no, he did. he did. He did it. He he did. And he just he has the silhouette and he does the thing. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock, dear. There you go. All mm-hmm. right. <laughs> okay, that's negative a hundred for Stacy. <laughs> no, we're not keeping score. <laughs> no, I'm keeping score. There's just oh, no benefit well. in doing it. All right, Stacy, your turn. Um, show for one hundred. Okay, you guys need to be bold and go for the go for the. Beer. I'm trying to feel it out. Okay, and this teaching method used especially in teaching young children. Students are encouraged to bring items they have selected to class and describe them to their classmates. What is show and tell? <laughs> There you go. See, that was easy, huh? My dad used to let me uh, use some of his telephone gear. And I could pick one wire out of a bundle of wires just by the code. He taught me the code. And then when I got old enough, I was allowed to take the epoxy to school. (laughs) Under supervision, because that stuff got really friggin' hot and stunk like no tomorrow. My cousin, who was quite a bit older, but... uh, uh, 
her daughter used to spend a lot of time with my uncle Phil, who had two stacks of 78s that were about four feet tall. <laughs> and, and she took, uh, took Shelly to the uh, daycare for the first time and went to pick her up and said, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little late. Is, is she okay? And said, Oh yeah, she, she uh, kept us entertained all day. She sang every country Western song that we <laughs> ever knew. <laughs> All right, I lost track. Whose turn is it? Okay, Mike's. I think it's mine. Let's do, um, oh, let's do picture for 2000. Picture for 2000. Okay, this category gets a little weird toward the end. So my apologies in advance. We we expected of you. Mm-hmm. But I think you'll get this. This philosophical novel by Oscar Wilde tells the story of Dorian, who sells his soul to the devil in exchange for immortal youth and beauty. And between 1915 and 2004, there were eight separate film adaptations of the story. Two in 1915 alone. One in English and one in German by somebody else. Probably it was public domain by then, right? So nobody had to pay Oscar Wilde any... any, uh, Royalties. Do we do we need to ask Mrs. Jones about that or what? Um, Not Mrs. Jones. I know, I know, but <laughs> I was making a, another reference. But well, you have to tell us about it after you answer. I'm pretty sure everything but one word is there in that between the category, the guy's name. Thank you, comic books, for making me a nerd. You know this from comic books? Yes, because there's a movie, and it has Sean Connery in it, and it's all these, um, like, it has Doctor um, and Hyde, and, like, all these other things, and his name's, like, Dorian, and Dorian has a picture and every time he gets hurt, the picture takes the damage. And he remains. He remains unchanged because the picture takes all the age and damage. And beauty. Until and until it's damaged. And then he that's how they he kill him in gray. The, the movie. <laughs> Dorian Gray. So, 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 so tell us the whole title. Okay. Um Damn it, I know the character. At least give me something for that. Oh, crap. Um, Because they mention it in the movie because they talk about how they're in the books and how the books are actually based off the real life. It's the title of the movie. I know. I'm trying to think about what... Because in the movie that I watched that I remember this character from, they mention Uh, it in the movie, and I'm trying to remember when they mentioned the, the book's name. Da, 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 yeah, it just makes da, it worse, right? I know. That's why I do it. Um, <laughs> it's not like My Immortal or anything, is it? Nah, you're way off. Crap. Mike, you want to take a stab? No. You know what yeah, it is. I'm a, huh? You know what it is. Now. No, I don't. No. You do, too. No. She's going to lose a thousand points no matter what. She might as well I know. That's... <laughs> No, I'm losing 2,000 points. It's the 2,000 category. 
Get your oh, right. 2000. Oh, well, mm-hmm. thank you for that correction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the picture of Dorian Gray. Okay. Speedy, be gentle. Stacy, your turn. Uh, you know, the thing is, at least I, I didn't get, I should have done the picture since I did get Dorian Gray. You had Dorian and Gray, right. Yeah. That's why I was going like, <laughs> you got it all. <laughs> um, How about horror for 500? Horror for 500, for 500 points. The category is horror. Oh, you'll get this one. This 1986 comedy musical adaptation of a 1960 Roger Corman film was directed by Fozzie the Bear. Muppets Take Manhattan? Stacey. Oh, wait, that's a, that's not a horror. <laughs> well, I mean, it's title. <laughs> Um, Two movies were made. I think there was also a stage play. But two movies were made. One that you know of from 1986 that you've talked about one that I know of from 1960, which was a really cheesy Roger Corman movie. Mm, uh, uh, who played, who, who was the person that did that? <laughs> she's, she's doing the puppet, the puppet. Feed me Seymour. <laughs> who, who was the, who, who played Fozzie the bear on, on, in the Muppets? Frank Oz. Frank Oz. So this movie was directed by Frank Oz. Yes, there was this in it. (laughs) I went and saw it live like a couple years ago with Steve. I think you've seen it since I've known you. Oh, no, I've my brother. My mom gotten so mad at my brother for letting me watch this movie. Hmm. Um, It's got this. uh, Category name in the. I know it's it's. Uh-huh. Uh The title is small. The word horror is the last word in the name of the title. Four words. I know. I know. I know. I like. I've got like I've got the songs going through my head, and little shop of horrors. There you got it. <laughs> It's just like all of a sudden, a dentist is going through my head, and and fucking Audrey Two's singing. I'm listening to Rick Moranis and Steve Martin, and my brain is going, "Stop listening to the music and just do the fucking name." Okay, Mike, your pick. Oh, we'll do a picture for five hundred. For five hundred. Stacy, the problem is Steve and I have very different tastes in movies and TV. By the way, oh, very, very. We look up like <laughs> NCIS, and Stacy does too. Oh, I love NCIS. That's about the only thing. <laughs> okay, now remember, this has this word "picture" in it. Okay. In this 1979 movie, the Federation calls on Admiral James T. Kirk, played by William Shatner, and the crew of the Enterprise to contain an immense nimbus object that's on a crash course with Earth. Viger. Yep, that was the object was Viger. 
but don't yeah, overthink it. Just and, think uh, of uh, the uh, name of the thing. I'm oh, trying to think of the name of the uh, the satellite. Um, it was V'ger. It was V'ger. I know, but the real oh, name it was Voyager. Was Voyager when it when Voyager. we sent it out. It was Voyager. just after they had sent it up, and it sent back a message that said, "Send more Chuck Berry." <laughs> it has uh, Christy Alley as a Vulcan. See, this is this is tough for me simply because I've never seen any of the Star Trek movies. Okay, um, but you got was, most of the title there, and yeah, and, I understand. And, and, but and it has the category name in the title. Now that I'm getting it, you're, you're right. Once you get the hang of it, you're like, oh gosh, I can't <laughs> believe I failed those first. <laughs> well, I knew Rocky was going to be one of those questions. Mm. Star Trek, which you've already said, colon, something, 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 picture. I don't know. I'll give it to Stacy. Star Trek, the motion picture. Right. Uh, There you go. (laughs) I didn't have any music in the back of my head for that one. (laughs) Okay, Stacy, you're Like I said, Steve Steve and I watch different things. I've never seen this. Horror for a thousand, please. Horror for a thousand. You're never going to get this one. I don't, I have no idea. I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. This film, released in 1979, is based on the true story of Ronald DeFeo Jr., who shot and killed six members of his family at 112 Ocean Avenue, Amityville, New York. The Amityville Horror. Yes. Fuck <laughs> you! I love my horror movies. I think there's been about six of the, the the those movies now. And and House on the Haunted Hill has a whole bunch too. Yeah. Okay. Mike. Yes, sir. Let's do uh, show for a thousand. Oh, going big. Show for a thousand. This 1952 film, directed by the famous Cecil B. DeMille, depicts the dramatic lives of trapeze artists, a clown played by Emmett Kelly, by the way, and an elephant trainer against a yeah. background of circus spectacular or circus spectacle. You and your Cecil B. DeMille. I wanted to say the big top, but it's got show in it. Yeah. Um, the greatest show on earth. That's it. The greatest show on earth. I saw it the year I was born. <laughs> a great movie. Although the the uh, Emmett Kelly scared me. Clown. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy. I'm going to close out horror for two thousand. Okay. Horror for two thousand. <laughs> This 1964 American horror film directed by B-movie maven Del Tenney is described as, actually he described it this way, as a takeoff on beach party and movies and musicals. It's got 
It's got this word in it, horror. Mm -hmm. It's got uh, these two words in it. Beach party horror? Well, it's close, but that's not it. You're missing one word. Horror at the beach party? This one, this one's actually on our one of our li- many lists after we watched Dr. Gold member or whatever that was. Dr. Goldfoot. That's a funny movie. Dr. Goldfoot, was that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And his bikini machine. Bikini machine. And the other one was the bombs, which yeah. you never watched. I ended up watching all by myself. No, I'm awesome. not going to watch that. So, 1964, right in the middle of all the beach movies. Beach blanket, bingo, bikini, bosom. It is for 2,000 points. So, you know, for $2,000, you would expect it to be difficult. Yeah, I don't know, Mike. Mm. Mike, I'll bet you $100 you saw this at the drive-in movies with some poor little high school girl. Ten years after it came out. <laughs> I was about to say, well, no, by then I was married. Okay. Um, no, yeah. Five years. After it <laughs> <laughs> I was probably down on the beach rather than <laughs> going to the drive-in. <laughs> rather than going to the drive-in. Um, I don't know, Stevie. Don't know. It's the horror of Party Beach. Hmm. Okay. Mike? Mm. Um, picture for a thousand. Okay, picture for one thousand, plus or minus fifty million. How many children's picture books were sold in twenty seventeen? That's the last year I could uh, find data for. Plus or minus fifty million. That's a hundred million unit range see he lied to us stacy well i told you it was i told you it was most of them had you know but this this has the word picture in the clue (laughs) um 500 million oh no i'm sorry the answer is 233 million could you believe 233 that's a lot of where's waldo's well, you, you guessed. You didn't say, I don't know it. You, you made a guess. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of. Yeah. Books that get peed on and thrown up on and eaten by dogs. Put in the landfill. And yeah. Colored in. Colored in. Pages get ripped out. I want to do picture for 100 just to get out of the way. Picture for 100 to close out the you category. You keep closing honey. things out, don't you? Uh-huh. I'm a finisher. I'm a doer. You're not. Now, now, everybody in the world over, I would say, 60 knows the answer to this one. But there's, I was really hoping you wouldn't pick this one. So the, and, and remember the name of the category is picture, right? Uh-huh. Uh, director Peter Bogdanovich left his wife, Polly Platt, for the much, much younger 
Sybil Shepherd during the film filming of this 1971 Academy Award winning movie. Was it the last one that uh, he ever did? I it wasn't the last one, but it was nearing the last one. It was certainly the last one he did with Polly Platt. Because that's when we found out that his wife, Polly Platt, really was the brains of the operation. Yeah. <laughs> Academy Award took place in a small town in Texas. Yes, in Texas. Was it Paris, Texas? Mm. Maybe that was the movie Paris, Texas. Might have been. Yeah, I was about to say there was a movie Paris, Texas. I I don't know. In black and white. The last one. It has the category name in it. Has the category, uh-huh. and it actually has two. Has categories. two, yeah. It's got two. Because I was, I, I was, I was, I struggled as to which category to put this in. Isn't there a movie just called Picture Show? Probably, mm-hmm. but that's not the answer. But that's yeah. Uh, go ahead, Mike. The last picture show. Stacy, we almost gave you that one. I think we did. I, that's why I asked him if it was the last movie that he did. The last movie that has both picture and show <laughs> in the title. That was close. Yeah, you did. You were. You you got half I just of thought, it. I just thought you guys were talking old people. Hey, 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 hey. I resemble <laughs> that remark. <Yeah. laughs> All right, Stacy, child, pick another one. No, it's it's Mike's turn. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, it's, this has been real rocky, so let's do it for 2000. Rocky for 2000. Here we go. Okay. The name of this mountain range is a translation of the Amerindian Algonquin word Asinwati. Please don't overthink it. It's the Appalachian Mountains. No. Don't forget your category. The Rocky Mountains. The Rocky Mountains. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he throws those softballs for me, hoping that I'll find them, and I just keep missing like half of them. I got, <laughs> I got a couple of them that were because obviously the the Fozzie the Bear. One was definitely for me, and that was all that. But designed for you, right? I'll go okay. rocky five hundred. Quick, everybody, act surprised. What do you want? What do you want for five hundred? I'm gonna close out rocky for five hundred. Yeah, she closes stuff out. She's a doer. It, she it, she a finisher. She gets it done. Premiering. This has got to be the easiest question on the board. Premiering one year after the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This was the highest grossing film in 1970. I was really hoping that you were going to have Rocky on the fucking Rocky. <laughs> Is that your answer? Yeah, Rocky came out in 1976. <laughs> That's it. Rocky. Da-da-da. How about you, Mike? Two to go, both in show. Oh, I'm going all the way with 2000. All right. To make up some ground here. You've been too generous, letting. No, I'm just too stupid. No, you've been letting Stacy have a lot of these. Oh, you'll but you'll know this. It's got the word show in the title. 
In this form of entertainment, an erotic or pornographic film is viewed from a coin-operated booth. The first one was what the butler saw. Well, Stacey, I mean, Stacey actually brought this up when we were talking earlier. What's that? About the name show? The, 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 just the, just the, the answer to this question. Oh. You might find this on in Times Square before 19. 19- it's not a, it's not peep show, Stevie. It's peep show. <laughs> I was going to say, he just said it. Oh, did you, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say peep show. Like a, yes, a, it's Peep Show. Speedy agrees. Okay. He's a squeak. Stacy, show close for five hundred to close it out. Close out the game. Here we go. Oh no, we're, we're, I got one for you, Stevie. You want to do that now? No, we're going to wait until this is over. Okay, I have another <laughs> little quiz for you as well. The quiz that we ask all our guests. So it's just just two two simple questions, and it's uh, it, it's not really a quiz. It's just questions. It's getting to know you. Getting to know you. <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> so the category is show for five hundred in this nineteen ninety six American spawned the spawn. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> this 1986 American film spawned the pop culture quotation, Show Me the Money. With Tom Cruise. With Tom Cruise. By the sports agent. Who's answering this one? This is Mike's, right? No, no this is no, this no, is Stacy's. Okay. 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 And he's he's a sports manager? Yeah, it's a, an athlete manager. You know, it's not like uh, an agent. He's an he's an ath, uh, professional athlete agent. The title of the movie is actually the main character's name, like Bob Smith. Um, Tommy McGuire. That's really close. That's really close. You got the last name right. Billy McGuire? No, but you're you're so close because it's a it ends in a a Y. It's somebody E. You're so close. Mike, you got it? I got it. Oh know. no. Nope. It's not Freddie McGuire. It's not Steve McGuire. It's not Kelly McGuire. Could be a singer. Could be. Lisa McGuire? No, no. Remember the the E. It ends in a, you know, an IE sound on the... So it's not Billy McGuire. Although it's it's an EY. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a clue. Um, It's the... Well, no, I can't. It's the name of a cat that chased a mouse. Named Tom. Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire. Yay. <laughs> at least but I at least my brain went Maguire something. Sporting yeah, You got it balls. when you got Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> so uh let's see. Stacy won by a whole bunch. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you guys helped. 
okay. wasn't doing any good. Well, wasn't that fun? So, um, here's an easy one for here's a hard, an easy an easy one than a hard one, Steve. Oh, that's the punchline for one of your jokes. <laughs> so. I think so, a nun um, said, oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> that's a hard one. Yeah, that, that's Nancy's favorite joke. <laughs> so we all know who Rocky was kind of based on. Rocky. Rocky, Horror Pic- Rocky, Rocky and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, I don't know. Frankenstein. It's monster. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. and. There was a Mary Shelley when she wrote Frankenstein subtitled the book Frankenstein. And yes, who was she did. yes, she did to who she said was her um Muse? Uh, who she, she de- thought she, she dedicated it. Yeah. But well, yeah, she subtitled it and that's where the inspiration come, came she, from. She 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 wrote the book in a in a cottage, a chalet in Switzerland, and during 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 the winter. During the winter, on a ski trip, an extended couple month ski. Well, there trip. was a cold. There was a, uh, a mini uh, uh, ice age, and okay. she and her husband and and friends were there, mm-hmm. and they wrote. She, she she wasn't married at the time. I remember seeing somebody the, did a short story about this or a, a the, movie. Uh, she was in the room with Lord Tennyson, Charles Babbage, and Ada Lovelace. Charles Babbage was working on the thinking machine. Ada Lovelace was working on the programming for the thinking machine. This is about 1880, way before... Uh, Babbage was developing the machine to bet on horses, and he it, it was all mechanically based, and he could not he could never get the 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 metallurgy mm-hmm. in good enough shape to to run Ada Lovelace's programs. Programming language, ADA, standardized by the U.S. government, the military in the 70s, no longer used, is named after Ada Lovelace. There's no relationship with Linda Lovelace. Which I thought would have been an answer in here somewhere. Yeah. But I do not know who she... I know everything about that story except this dedication. (laughs) The, the subtitle to Frankenstein is The Modern Prometheus. The Modern Prometheus. Uh, yes, I did know that. Yes. I yes. knew you would, but I was going to put you on the spot. Oh, that was a good one. That was a really good one. For me, that was a really good one. <laughs> I just remember hearing or seeing someone doing an episode of something where, I think it might have been Doctor Who, I can't remember, but... It was it was it was that story of these mm-hmm. people getting stuck in a snowstorm or something, and that's where they came up with all the uh, stories. Yeah, they they decided they sat around and decided that, uh, that it was cold outside and they couldn't do anything, so they would write horror stories. 
Yeah, and, uh, as you that do. Was, and that's what Mary uh, Mary Shelley came up with was basically the the, the framework for Frankenstein. I mean, you could imagine the conversation. She's talking to this guy that's talking about inventing a machine that can think. Think. So, yeah. like, the first computer, the first idea for a computer was artificial intelligence. It wasn't just doing calculations, you know. I mean, we started with AI. We went through this whole period of time when we just did general lectures. And now we're back to the AI thing. Uh, yeah, and I think that's some, and And in her brain, to interpret that as, okay, if we can, you know, reanimate dead tissue... You know, that is that not artificial intelligence? And can you imagine the conversations that group of people would have had? You know, a lot of amber-colored liquids consumed. <laughs> Probably green, too. Probably red. But... Yeah, 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 it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we should unless, wrap this Unless up. it was Jaeger and, you know, yeah. and I had our one night in Vegas where we put too much Jaeger away. Yes, we did. That was disgusting. <laughs> that, was, that was really disgusting. Oof. Yeah, I'm going for the absinthe next time. I want. I want to do the absinthe where they do the the actual ceremony and do it right. You know, because it's uh, to me, you know, just taking a swig out of the bottle. It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> I'm not getting the green fairy, you know, in my head. All right, we're <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs> Although I did get the green fairy to rub her extremities on mine at one point, but that was different. In the show, absence. When you're the fattest guy sitting on the front row of a show like that burlesque type inter- opening to that show, you know, you're going to get picked out. I'm the only, I looked around the the front row and said to my wife at that time, I'm the only fat bald guy here. I'm about to get embarrassed. And sure enough, it was. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and no, Stacy. And the smile hadn't come off his face since. <laughs> What's that, Mike? I said the smile hasn't come off your face since. I, you know, I haven't washed. So, you know, yeah, right. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Okay, Mike, we got two questions. We ask all our guests. This is just part of this letting our our listeners know who you really are. And we we worked really hard to come up with two questions that I I think defines a person's character, who they are. Forty two. Nope, that's not the answer. No. Okay, so the first question, one of two, and I'll give you my answers to make it easier for you. Okay. And I think you know both of my answers to these. Question one, what fictional character or historical person would you like to have a beer with? Mine is Charles Babbage. 
So what's yours? There's no right or wrong here. It's just no. I know. I'm yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, um, I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't pick somebody. I mean, I, nobody who's still alive. You know, somebody either from fiction or somebody from history. Jesus, Buddha, Hunter Thompson. Oh yeah, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I don't think I don't think you could get Hunter to 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 sit for a beer. <laughs> well, you start out with the beer. Yeah. He'd need a beer and a shot, but it would be a different kind of shot. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, I really like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for question two? Sure. So, so you can answer this one. Is uh, it's just three or four short words or sentences they don't you know just 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 short and i'll give you i'll give you my answer first and then i'm going to ask you the question okay it doesn't have to be a soliloquy basically yeah no so so my answer to this question is i was in vegas i was drunk and it was on the walkway between the mgm grand and new york new york and you know, yeah. yeah. So the question yeah, that's, is: that's why that's why uh, somebody that worked for you uh, later on took a picture from where you got you finished getting drunk and brought it to you and, and because I, put it on your desk so you would right. know what that looked like. Because I had no memory of ever being there, and Mike tells me we were there twice. <laughs> All right. So the question is. What's the most memorable time that you shit your pants? You don't have to give us a lot of detail. Just, you know, where, what the situation was. Mine was just basically a onesie and a fart that was not a fart. (laughs) But it was in a onesie. You know, I'm going to do the the one where I really had the shit scared out of me, figuratively. (laughs) Okay. My uh, and Steve's heard this story. My my fraternity little brother was a helicopter pilot for the Marines, <laughs> and uh, lived in Irvine, California. And uh, he had a party, and in this party, all of his pilot Marine buddies came with their wives and girlfriends, and um, about halfway through this party, this very attractive young lady blonde came up to me and she said, I remember you. I was so in love with you and her six foot two, 270 pound, not a fucking ounce of fat husband was standing right behind her. And I didn't have a fucking clue who she was. (laughs) Later on, I remembered I, I dated her once, um, and I dated her once in college. But uh, it was the guy was not impressed with me. He was so not did, impressed did, that his wife. Did had you said actually that. shit your pants? And pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, see, close is not good enough. Mm. Yeah, this isn't. This well, is let's see. Where I actually shit my pants. 
That's not a that's not a common occurrence for me. No, but but you know we've we've all it's it's happened to us all. Should Although we had we had we had one guest who denies that that she had ever done that. No, I, I still don't believe her. Do you say? I don't know. I kind of do. Yeah. Because we even asked if she'd ever had food poisoning. Because boy, you will make a mess if you get real <laughs> mad. <with food. laughs> Why bathtubs are so close to the toilet? <laughs> it's it's the one you remember. Yeah, you know, I, I'm afraid that I was probably too drunk to remember all of them <laughs> when I actually when that actually happened. Um, Steve, I am drawing an absolute blank on that one. I really am. I'm sure it's happened, but I should probably uh, I should probably prep our guests so they have time to think about this question. So can we can we just say too many times to to mention? Well, yeah, you know, I, I I think I was probably too inebriated or stoned to remember when it happened and I have put it out of my mind. Um because that's good. That's good. I seriously that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I seriously don't really remember um doing that. Okay. Um right. I, I, I I a long time ago baby stories don't count. No no well it, it wasn't baby it was maybe Let's see. I remember the house that it was in. And so I had to be somewhere in the fourth and fifth grade. Well, see, that, that, that's, that's plenty old to be. And, um, by this and, and I uh, flushed my underwear down the toilet. <laughs> Get rid of and, the evidence. And it and it plugged the toilet up. Uh, of course it did. The sewer line, not the toilet. Oh. No. And my dad and my godfather, I remember running a snake down the uh, sewer line and pulling up my underwear. You know it was gonna happen. Yeah. And they never said a word. <laughs> All right. We should wrap this up. We've uh this will be this will be our longest podcast ever. Possibly. Even after I it'll, it'll be the most torturous for people for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Even after I edit out all the nonsense. <laughs> well, then it'll be about five minutes. They get all the nonsense. I mean, you know. Mike, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, oh, it's, Uncle it's, Mike. It's been it's been great to be here. It's been fun to been fun to be here and shit shit and go from there. Rem- yeah. Remember old times. And it, yeah, I, and I'll, t- I'll give you some ammunition for Steve. I do know all where I do know where all the bodies are buried. Yes, yes, he does. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the but, Russian girl at the Bellagio. Uh, we don't talk about that, Mike. Uh, we can talk about that. That one you that one you can talk about. Well, I can talk about that. So I like to kid you I'm, about that. I'm chatting up with this 
No, no, not that one. Not that one. No. But this, this no, okay. no, this one, this was okay. We were we were sitting at our favorite bar at the Bellagio, and the and Steve uh, had to go. And the uh, the uh, yeah. uh, uh, Brad Pitt, George yeah, Clooney. The yeah, the yeah. Um, Ocean's Eleven bar scene where Brad Pitt and Matt Damon are sitting and talking. There's a piano playing, and uh, Brad, Brad they, Pitt they, and, and George Clooney. But go ahead. Clooney. Okay, well. The, they they would say we, we always we always try to sit at that exact same table, and, like everybody uh, else. Gr- who's great, that. Pe- great people. No. And Steve goes off to the bathroom, and he's not back. And this young lady comes up and talks to me, and very thick accent. And I said, "Where in Russia are you from?" And she, oh, "I'm from Stalingrad." Yeah, I know. Very good catch, you know. And I said, "Ah," oh. I said. Uh, here on a green card? Yeah, yeah. Steve had a fairly high security clearance at that time, and he came walking up. And I said, Steve, I said, how much paperwork do you have to fill out if you talk to a Russian national? He said, oh, God, you can't believe it. Oh, yeah. I said, fine. Either you're buying the next drink or she sit down with us. <laughs> It was going to be too painful to, <laughs> to explain it all. And there was another time when I, I was chatting with with uh, 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 and someone with a thick accent, and Mike came over and whispered in my ear the same thing. How much paperwork are you going to have to fill out to continue this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm always saving this butt. Oh, you know what can I say? Forever, forever, forever. <laughs> Mike took care of my kids when when Alex was born. He took care of the older two. Yeah, and and, and what did your son say about me? He said you were evil. He said you really are an evil man. You really, he are sat there evil. and talked for about ten minutes. He was ten. Perceptive. Well, yeah, he was a ten or yeah, he was about ten at that time and. Mm-hmm. Uncle Mike comes up to babysit and brings guns and ammo magazine. <laughs> Vigilante Where was Aunt Nancy gear. at this point? Yeah, what's that? No, Where's she wasn't invited. No, no, she had she yeah. had more important things. She, had she was probably she was working with the horses, with. I'm sure, getting ready yeah. for another horse show. Good thing you I were the first one in the room, like right after I was. Well, you came in, and then uh, Michael and Lisa went in, and then I went in. Okay. All right, children, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Stacy, take us out of here. Get us out of here, for God's sakes. Okay, cringers. Until the next out. time, keep that <laughs> algorithm guessing and never being afraid of just clicking that movie and seeing where it takes you. This is Stacy. That's Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Steve. And, uh, Hey, every every one of you children needs an Uncle Mike. Everybody needs a bad influence. So so if you don't have one, go find one. You could like hang out in a park at the middle school. There's always one around. So I guess with that, good night, children. Thanks, Uncle Mike. Bye-bye. <laughs>